Hello friends, I'm Amanda Barr and I'm Rebecca Lou Brennan and welcome to Dance Principles United, the podcast. Together, we are passionate about helping studio owners with the business of running their studio. Join us as we talk everything from marketing systems, studio culture, motherhood, life and everything in between. This is the Dance Principles United podcast. Well, hi friends, welcome back to the podcast. We've had a week off to celebrate Easter, but we're so excited to be back with you. Hi, Beck. Hi, so excited to be here and excited for term two um, and just getting everything organized for that. Yeah, it's been a big term one. We're all kind of just like feeling it. Beck and I were just talking before we press record that we've had big school holidays. We've had um, ADF on, which was awesome um, to be back at Australian Dance Festival. And then both of us have had so many things on prepping for an amazing term two, but we're pumped. Yeah, so pumped. I had um, I had a pantomime and we've had workshops and it's like a whole thing, right? But it's it's great. It's great that dance is back. That's really the exciting part. For sure. It's nice to be busy sometimes. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Awesome. Well, today we're chatting um, about costumes and our, you know, why we need to be making money from our costumes. It's such a big part of our studio and our um, and how we run our businesses. But Unfortunately, Beck and I chat to other studio owners and hear that they're not making money from costumes when they should be. It takes a lot of time, energy, effort, and you definitely should be. Yeah, and it it kills me that studio owners feel guilty about putting a markup on costumes. I think, you know, as Amanda just said, the, the amount of time we spend on it, the amount of effort that we put into it for the kids uh, is huge and you know you, you deserve to be paid for those hours and you deserve to be paid for that time and um, I know sometimes we think that parents are not going to pay for that um, but I, I found the opposite I think they will pay for that if you do it in the right way which is what Amanda and I want to help you with today. Yeah for sure so our top three tips on really making sure you're making the profit you deserve from your costumes. So number one, Beck, tell me about it. Yeah, so I wanted to talk to you guys about profit margin and how I do it at my school. And some of you might have a little heart attack about this, <laughs> but I want to explain the whole process and that may, might make a bit more sense. So we always try to put a $25 markup on the costume and then a $25 admin fee on top of that. So a $50 markup on every costume. Now, sometimes the costumes are super expensive, especially if we're getting them made or something like that. And then we'll put less of a profit margin, but we do always put a profit margin on it. And then sometimes you'll get costumes that are a bit cheaper and you could put a bit more on so we sort of work it that way I think it's really important to remember that you know in a retail store like a Kmart or something like that they put a hundred percent markup on every single item and I know that parents are going to come to you potentially and say like we've got parents who are school teachers so they know how much the Wiseman's costumes are because they've got to log into it so sometimes you'll get that noisy parent that'll come up and say I can't believe you've put such a markup on it and honestly my answer is yes but you know we've we I have to pay someone to look for those costumes be it myself or someone else I have to pay them for those hours I have to pay someone to order it we have to make sure that all the sizes are right we usually have to chase people because they haven't bothered to order it there's so many things that go into it um, that I think you deserve that profit and I'm sure that same person's not going to go to Kmart and say I can't believe you put a hundred percent markup on this item of clothing how dare you yeah we're a retail it's a retail sector 
For sure. I think that's so important. Like we're allowed to make money. We're working hard. And, you know, there's so many other things that go into costumes. You know, we we have the credit card fees. Quite often, you know, we might have customs fees or something like that. We have, um, you know, including the credit card fees that we've paid out as well. But then, you know, when we're taking the money back from the parents, don't forget, you've, got, you've been charged your merchant fee on the, um, you know, when they've put it through either your online store or come in and paid in the studio. There's so many extra things that go into it. Um, And, you know, we're allowed to make money. We're working really, really hard. Absolutely. And so we do a few little things just to make it look that little bit more schmick. Um, You know, we get really beautiful looking costume bags and put them in that. We steam the costumes. We usually add on a little accessory. So like for our preschool kids, we always add on the frilly socks or the stockings or whatever it might be um, and package it all up for them so that they don't have to do anything um, so that it's all done for them. And literally all they need to do is have that costume bag and bring it with them. And I think making it simple for parents and, you know, our ICA would definitely be all about that. I, our ideal customer, they would definitely want for that um, all to be done for them. It's super easy. They don't have to go to the shops and find something. They just take their costume bag and turn up with it. Yeah, for sure. I got the idea of, you know, the repackaging from you, Beck, a couple of years ago. And um, I'm all about this as well. We now have, um, you know, garment bags with our studio logo on them. You just get them on AliExpress. It's really easy. We also do beautiful, like, um, just on Canva, a, uh, a tag that goes into each one a name tag with their their team name or their class name and their name all written and it just looks really lovely we buy expensive coat hangers because we know like if you're buying Wiseman's costumes for example they just come in plastic crap and hanging them up and steaming them and making them look beautiful and exciting really changes the feel and the experience yeah, it also justifies why you're putting that markup on them as well because they're getting that beautiful costume done for them. They don't have to steam it themselves. Not everyone owns a steamer. And we all know we can't iron costumes. So, you know, they get that beautiful feel to it. Um, we actually um, iron in the names to our preschool ones especially. Oh, really? Yeah, um, just because we find with preschool, sometimes they won't tell you what your name is. And if we've got backstage helpers who don't necessarily know them, they can just flip the name over and see what their name is and then know which shoes to put on them. So we found that's a bit of a game changer too. Oh, wow. So you just, do you do handwrite them like on little iron on labels? Is that what you do? Yeah. Yep. Just handwrite them. You can get them from anywhere, Spotlight or wherever. Ah. We just iron that in. Yeah, and it just makes life a bit easier for changing at concert time. So, so good. And, you know, when we're talking about the experience, we often talk, often talk about, you know, the studio experience and all of that. And I liken the costume, you know, receiving the costumes to the same as like, you know, when you go into a shop, how nice is it when you go into a lovely shop and you get this beautiful gift bag and it's wrapped in tissue and all of that, as opposed to when you order online sometimes, um, you know, and it just comes in crappy plastic that's obviously come straight from the factory in that plastic, like really changes the experience totally i'm all about it i know that country road does that which is like i'm obsessed with country (laughs) road at the moment and they they do such a beautiful job with that like they just you know make it look so special um and i think that whole unboxing thing is so everyone's into it now right like that whole unboxing thing and just making things look a bit more high-end yeah for sure so Number one is put the profit you deserve on, you know, really you should be adding a hundred percent, but if you can't start somewhere, add something and the next year add a little bit more, keep, you know, 
you probably can't just add $50 onto a Wiseman's costume if you didn't do it last year, for example, but keep, you know, slowly adding it because it's a lot of time. Also just on that, make sure that you're also, if you're ordering um, spares, which I always order spares, that that's being included in your price as well, because you don't want that to down your profit margin because, you know, quite often we have to swap out sizes and stuff for other people as well, but that's not our issue. That needs to be divided by all the parents or that whole class and be taken into account as well yeah 100 percent. and keep it in perspective there will be a loud parent who's going to get up and say that you know that's not fair and that we shouldn't be putting a markup on things but it's probably one or two parents it's never actually the majority um and the majority of parents will be happy to get that beautiful costume and not have to worry about it for sure be brave and do it so our tip number two is bet kind of um touched on it before but packaging costumes together and bundling things. I'm a big fan of bundling things together. And we do it in so many ways um, in our studio through uh, uniforms, classes. I know, Beck, you're really big on bundling classes together. Yeah, um, definitely. So we do like a circus package um, Mm. that's got circus, acro and contortion in it all. We'll do a musical theatre package, which is drama, singing and musical theatre class. So we always put those sort of things together for sure. But tell me how you do it with costumes. Yeah, so with costumes, we're big on bundling things together. We do a lot of um, like hip hop groups and stuff where we, you know, might order a cheap top from boohoo.com or Shein or something like that where the tag is written in it the parents can jump on the website and see how much it is really really easily so I've always really struggled with putting a markup on those especially when it's so obvious how much those things are but I find that if you bundle things together and we always really do it specifically with the hip-hop costumes for that reason Um, but any other costume that you're kind of doing as well and you bundle things together you can uh, charge more and make a bigger profit margin so types of things all bundled together so for example if we're doing a hip-hop costume with um, a shein top I'll then put you know a pair of tights but I'll put the socks the headband the earrings perhaps the lipstick or the full makeup kit that they've got to wear, um, use, including in a makeup bag that's, you know, got our logo on it. You know, what can you do to sort of add to that and say, this is everything you need for this costume and packaging it all together, you can then charge a higher price on it and add that profit that you need to. I absolutely love that, especially the makeup idea. Mm. Like I've never thought of that, but for a rec kit as well, I just think like, a rec parent would find that so easy if you've just given them, you know, a bit of eyeshadow, a bit of blush and some lipstick and said, here's your makeup. Like that is just so, so simple. And then I just had another idea with that. Mm. Like imagine if you then had a little QR code to a video on YouTube or whatever or on your website, whatever you wanted, that tells them how to do their makeup. Like that would be next level. I uh, love that. Amazing. I was going to say that um, Marie, who's one of my private clients from Dancing with Marie, has done that. And uh, she has like a little, um, you know, the makeup bags have her logo on them. She does like the full makeup kit and, um, yeah, includes a video 
that's done by a professional makeup artist who was a friend of hers or whatever. Um, and yeah, exactly how to use each one of these products to, you know, do your perfect makeup look. So I think that's an awesome idea. And just once again, you know, you can have those printed really cheaply on Vistaprint, but how much more higher end does that package look? I also love, um, you know, uh, hair accessories as well, whether if the hair's in a bun, you know, it's the net and the um, bobby pins or whatever it is, a mini can of hair spray but packaging everything together like Beck said parents are busy people just want oh cool that's everything I need for the Estetford that's everything I need to take to end of year concert so what can you bundle together yeah you're also making it easier for yourself because there's nothing worse than a parent who's never done it before doesn't Mm. really know what's happening turns up you know kids hair's a mess they don't have makeup on like we forget sometimes that parents don't get this world and they don't really understand what's happening and that we do need to help them with that and spoon feed them yeah i love that i'm totally doing that makeup idea that's amazing (laughs) for sure um yeah and i know i actually stole from you beck like uh hair accessories as well i know you were doing like a colored um hair extension type thing for your hip hops or something was it or it was a yeah something along those lines yeah um no yeah so for this year for comp we've ordered like all of these um big ponytail extensions Uh, yeah yeah so they just literally have to put their kids hair in a ponytail that these extensions are beautiful i think they're costing the parents about 55 dollars but they don't have to do their hair literally Mm. like their hair is going to look immaculate every time so yeah it's just thinking of those things that keep it simpler for parents i've seen i saw one year um group do fringes so like they got those fringes that you can clip in and oh, every wow. child had a fringe yeah it looked amazing it was mm. really clever really yeah clever. i think anything like that that you can package together makes life so much simpler for the parents and allows you to do that profit margin you know you can get a wholesale account for makeup and hair accessories really easily um, and once you have that wholesale account you know that's what we do we buy the lipsticks all together we buy the eyeshadows or the glitter or the shimmer eye or whatever it is um, all together and package the whole thing together so that is my tip number two to hopefully make you a little bit more profit um, and not feel so bad because it looks so much more expensive when it's all in a package yeah, definitely. I love that. And what's our tip number three, Amanda? Well, tip number three, and I know um, you don't do it, Beck, but it's something that I do in the studio, is um, consider doing a rental costume you know, situation with a wardrobe. And maybe it's not for all of your costumes. For me um, specifically, I do do all of my costumes like this for our concert. The only things that we sell to parents are our um, like comp costumes. But, um, you know, having a rental wardrobe um, allows you to make more profit. However, it takes time and energy to build. So, you know, we're having this conversation in the tribe before. It definitely, you know, it's a big outlay in expenses. But, you know, starting somewhere, perhaps it's starting in the ballet department. You know, the ballet department's a really great one for it to start with. You know, you could buy um, some really lovely lyrical costumes for example for $150 and rent them for $50 a go and you can see that quite quickly that you know that money will pay off and pay in dividends you know for us we have a huge wardrobe of costumes we have about mm, 400 sets of costumes and I think it's more than that but 400 that I think are good enough to use Um, you know, 400 sets of 30 and they're like the high quality ones. Um, But obviously I've got a huge studio and I've been doing it for 20 years. Um, But we use those and, you know, sometimes they'll be used six, seven, eight times. Um, 
And that works really well, you know, especially for preschool costumes. Some of the preschool costumes, you know, we can sometimes pick up preschool costumes on sale quite cheap and I'm charging $42 a wear for them. So that you can see that that money is make, you know, it's making some good profit really, really quickly. But once again, we're making it super easy for the parents. And that's what it's about. They're not thinking, oh, you know, I'm only hiring this. They're thinking, oh my gosh, I've got this beautiful costume and I don't even need to do anything. You know, it's changing the way you sell it um, can really make a difference. Yeah, I love it. Look, I definitely think if you've got the space to do it, absolutely do it. (laughs) Um, for me here, I think, and it's not that I don't have space, it's that I'm obsessed with doing pantomimes and have taken all the space up with props and costumes for that. Um, but I think if you've got the space to do it, it is such a game changer. And, you know, I know a lot of studios that do do it and they make amazing money from it. So it's definitely worth looking into. And I like the idea of you just starting with one little thing. So either starting with ballet or starting with preschool. Yeah. As I'm saying that, I feel like preschool is the way to start, especially because then if you're starting your kids that way, new kids to your studio that way, you know, if that's all they ever know, you know, maybe you start with preschool and then you do like the kindergarten year one and year twos as they get older. And it's like those kids that have only ever had it that way in your studio. Yeah, I love that. It's it's very hard to change sometimes the older kids if they've been doing it for so long. But if you can start from the bottom, definitely do it. For sure, for sure. And I think, you know, my biggest tip, we were chatting about it quite a lot um, in the Tribe Facebook group the other day. Um, but my biggest tip is I never buy themed costumes. That is my absolute rule. No themed costumes because you can't rewear them year after year. It really, you really need to be, um, you know, thinking about what you're purchasing to make sure that it's useful year after year. And a themed one, you know, that could only go for one dance, you know, if it's a 70s themed costume or something like that. Whereas if it's just a cute tutu, well, can't it be worn for the 70s song, but it also can be worn for something else, you know, if we're talking about a preschool costume, for example. Um, So I think that's my biggest tip. And also always order a large class size. You know, if I'm buying for some reason for a class of 14, but I normally would have 20 in that age group, I'm always going to buy 25 costumes, even though I'm only wearing 14 that year, because then next year I can put it with a class of 20. So I think that's always my tip and always buy, you know, one or two bigger ones in case in a future year, you'll have one or two, you know, students that need a bigger size in that. And the same on the lower spectrum to make sure you buy one tinier one for whatever reason, in case you have a really little kid in there as well. But they're my tips for rental costumes. I do think you can make really great money from those if you need to. I love that. I love that. I think, um, you know, everyone needs to think about their costumes and their retail side of their business and that it really should be making you money. It's such a huge extra revenue stream. um, And it's really important to realize that you deserve to get paid for this stuff. For sure. Well, hopefully you have loved our tips on how you can make some more money from costumes. Um, Drop us a DM on Instagram. We'd love to know how you're making money from costumes um, in your studio. And we can't wait to chat to you again next week. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys.